Hello, future friends. And welcome to the Be My Friend podcast. Welcome back. I'm Tiff and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Tyler. That's me. And we are also joined today by a very special guest, my mom. Mom, feel free to introduce yourself to our friends. Yes. Hello. I'm Cynthia, <laughs> Tyler's mom. It's my mom. We also have Standiel here with us today, but he probably <laughs> won't say very much. So... As Tiff knows, and as some of our friends on our Discord, which you should join, the link is below, know, my mom is also a very avid reader of webtoons. She's actually here. It's it's not just, it might be because I'm her daughter, but she does genuinely like it. Yes. And I think it's pretty awesome to have a wide range of readers of all different ages reading webtoons to show our community that it doesn't matter who you are or how old you are, anyone could enjoy a webtoon. And don't forget to like our video and subscribe to our channel and leave a comment down below right now. Hi, Hi. mom. Hi, mom. You have to like this video for my mom. She came here all the way from Florida just to be on our podcast. No other reason. <laughs> no other She's reason. actually flying back in like an hour. So we got to get this out, out of the way. Let's dive into some Webtoon questions for Tyler's mom. We have prepared some questions for her. And because she actually is probably the most educated, well-educated lady, woman I know, she has a PhD. She went and did like legitimate research on all these questions. So if you've ever wondered why I'm always saying that I'm writing theses on things. <laughs> you awesome. can't help yourself. I can't. I'm just like, okay, I'm doing some research on Webtoons. But she outdid us both. I think she's more prepared for this than we are. Probably. I take it seriously if you gals ask me to do something. Speaking of which, what is the first webtoon that you ever read? The first webtoon that I ever read was Age Matters because Tyler had mentioned it before. And so it just made me really curious about webtoons. And I had always liked comics anyways. And so it gave me a chance to just take a look at something that she was interested in and excited about. And so Age Matters. That doesn't surprise me that your first webtoon would be Age Matters since Tyler is completely obsessed and is Age Matters NG's number one fan. So that's a good one to start with, though. Right. I felt like it was a pretty good way to dive into it because it's a very like non-offensive, easy to read. It's funny. It's got the romance. It was one of the first ones I read. And I think it definitely made me want to keep looking for more. Well, I think that one of the things that was really entertaining for me, of course, is that my husband and I are almost six years apart in age and I'm the older one. And so, yes, it was just really fun for me to try to see how do people play out that kind of a storyline. Yeah, so you have like a little deeper connection with it. So when I read Age Matters, I'm like, oh, my parents are like six years apart. My mom is older. I just don't even think about it. It's just interesting that that's the main point of my favorite story. And I just never really looked at it <laughs> as that big of an obstacle. One of the things I always thought was funny was just like asking you two daughters of ours, you know, who was more mature of, the, of us two. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you're more mature with this, but Papa's more mature with that. And so, yeah, age 
it matters to a point. Age doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, then we know your first one. And since then, you have branched off and read way more. So what would you consider your top five webtoons? I'm a humongous fan of sci-fi. I have been ever since I was 13 years. So that's like 40 some years I've been reading sci-fi. And so I was just leaning that direction almost immediately. So they would be in the bleak midwinter yes. phase. Omniscient Reader. I know, she has a few on the list we haven't read yet, Tiff. Mm. Yes, and I also really enjoy, my daughter is a zombie, and I have a canvas one that I'm reading that's sci-fi too. I don't want to say that one right now because I want to comment on the canvas one later, but it's also a sci-fi. Yes, I know, wow. I know she has a canvas one she is like obsessed with. She loves it so much and I know we'll Aww. talk about that one. So That's so exciting when you find a canvas read that you absolutely love. That's how I felt about Faze. So I found Faze on canvas and I would pray all the time. I'm like, please, please. Like, I hope it gets featured. I hope it gets featured. And finally, when Joe did, I was so over the moon to see the process that he had to go through to get it over there to the original is, is just amazing. I did want to say I have a fifth because I only said Ooh. four. Oh, oh. My deepest secret was the other one that I'm reading. So <laughs> my mom started my deepest secret and she... Who was like, this is pretty intense. And I don't even know if she was going to necessarily continue it. Not because it wasn't good, but just the, the themes are dark. It's very dark. So I, I told her that there's a huge twist. And I asked her if she wanted to know what the twist was. Because I saw it all over social media, even as someone who did read it. And I, I think that's actually what made her keep reading it. It did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I was just like, I don't know, this is stressful for me to read something so dark. But then when she told me the ending, I had to go back and see how the story was going to unfold. How does it get there? Yes. Right. Hearing that you still really enjoy it and that it's actually in your top five favorite webtoons, I feel like I should go back and give it a second chance and start reading again, especially because of that big plot twist. I heard about it. So I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I think people who don't read webtoons were, were hearing about we're feeling this. It. <laughs> yeah. It was big. It was a yeah. big deal. I'm like, wait, is Elias yes. even real? He is like Leon. He is not real. <laughs> I am like super into don't spoil it. <laughs> but I don't mind it if somebody spoils an ending for me, especially if I know there's a lot more story left because I can go right. back and just think about it through that lens. And I knew nothing about the story. And even I was like... What? No. So like, it was a very well done plot twist that it affected even those of us who knew very little about the story. I am so excited that In the Bleak Midwinter is on your top five because that is one of Tyler and I's favorite and basically what started this podcast show for us. Why do you feel that In the Bleak Midwinter makes one of your top five? Well, like I said, I love the genre of sci-fi. And so I was immediately connecting with that one. I made it through those first couple of episodes and I couldn't wait to talk to Tyler about it because I wanted to tell her about the movie timers and then have a conversation about, you know, how the movie handles like that timing and having a timer and a relationship with your soulmate and then in the bleak midwinter having a similar thought, but not the same story. And then when I 
told her about it, she's like, I've never seen the movie Timers, which is pretty rare for her and I not to... like have seen some of the same movies and so it just kind of blew my mind i know i feel like everyone's gonna die (laughs) (laughs) i hope not i know me too but is there anything else that you're you're typically looking for when you go to read a story what are the things that draw you in aside from just a sci-fi plot line is there anything else that can usually just hook you right away space themes humor um computers technology things that are a little more complicated for storylines i don't want to be able to guess what's coming yeah that's one of my major things uh when i know who is endgame it's a little bit harder for me to stay on point i like those beginning stages and not knowing who they might end up with so i think that's why midwinter you know, you have Omega and Ivan and, you know, in Let's Play, you have Marshall and Charles. And there's just so many different things. Like, I like not knowing who the main character will end up with or if she doesn't even end up with anyone. Meanwhile, I'm like, I want to know because otherwise I will be anxious the whole time. <laughs> yes. I remember when Tyler found out uh, you're texting me over Daniel and Rose being like an official couple. You're like, oh, my God, it's official. And I'm like, yes. Finally. <laughs> yes, but you, like you always knew it was going to happen. But it was so funny. It was as if you never knew it was going to happen. That was like Tyler's reaction. She's like, this is history being made right now. <laughs> like, Should I tattoo this date to my body? And you're like, Tyler, this was literally written in the first episode, but okay. But that just shows that she generally loves those characters so much, so... So one of the things that I had kind of wanted to touch on with another person aside from Tiff and I is if there's anything that stands out specifically or particularly about the Webtoon platform to you, maybe that draws you to it or that you think is better or worse than something else, you know what I'm, maybe you know what I mean. (laughs) What I can say that is really cool about Webtoon comes from my academic world and just that it's got a really like low entry for people who are trying to read these webtoons. When I went into it, it was really easy for me to find my way around, to understand the like button, to understand the go forward button. Um, Even with like the sound, there was like the little symbol on the top that would say turn your sound on and so the fact that they've made it so easy for readers that it's super intuitive I think that's cool it really is an easy platform to navigate Mm -hmm. and it makes it more enjoyable for anybody I think if you had a pick between holding a actual comic in your hand or reading a comic on webtoon which would you prefer I'm not sure when it was that I switched over to reading all of my books on my iPad, but I find the fact that I can increase fonts and that I can like make images bigger and smaller. As I'm getting older, it's really important. And so if you have a paper comic, you're stuck with whatever the paper has given you. I like that. I like that. We are all at different ages right now right here on our podcast so we know we have younger readers in our discord why do you think webtoon is so appealing to all different age groups i would say that it is appealing across lots of age demographics just because the 
artists themselves are actually targeting different ages from what I'm looking at. Yeah. Creators do a good job at, you know, having different stories on there for each age group. Okay, so one thing that Tiff and I are so intense about and have made a whole episode on in the past is supporting artists and doing fast pass and making sure your comments are more well-meaning and come off nicer to these creators. And as someone who was raised by you, I think that a lot of these things probably stem from that. So this is why I want to bring up maybe your feelings on the fast pass system and communicating or commenting towards the creators of these comics and kind of general etiquette, how, how you feel about these systems. I think that as a person who is a big consumer of media in general, so I watch YouTube and I actually toss money to Patreon accounts regularly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't any kind of a surprise for me to see that there was a similar system in place for Webtoon. And of course I support that sort of thing. You know, these people are out there, they've chosen a pathway that is not traditional and that we haven't quite figured out how do we support that outside of like formally writing a book and then right. going through a publisher and having some publisher pay you a percentage of whatever the book sales are. And I think that it's very nice that this platform has a way to try to support this. I, I love the idea of getting a chance to see things a little bit quicker than other people because I am supporting, um, Not I guess they're not just artists, but they're creators too. So. And I guess one of the questions that you could have asked me too is which ones which ones do I fast pass? Because yeah. I do fast pass some. Oh, I know she does. We got to talk about I, that. Yes, I've gotten all the way to the end of some of them so far. Yes, I know I'm ridiculous too. Oh but my I, gosh. I definitely want to make sure that these folks get supported in whatever ways that we can. And as a as a platform that is still young in the scheme of the right. world and media, you got to start somewhere. I think we are so lucky to have this platform for us to read these stories on because, I mean, long ago, you know, you had to go to a bookstore and it was really hard to discover stories, brand new ones of interest to you, so. You don't have to wait. Obviously, the Fast Pass, if you can't buy it or you don't want to, that's fine. Yeah. But even so, every week... There is a new episode. You don't have to try and find where it's going to be. You don't have to go out and hope that they're still going to have it. It's right there. And if you have the money and you have the means, it's another thing where I see so many people comment on it and be like, well, I can't afford it. So I'm going to get access to it illegally because what does it really matter? People can read it for free regardless. So it makes it very accessible for pretty much anybody who can download an app to their phone from an equity space, an equitable space. Um, so long as you're willing to wait another week or two or up to like five weeks, you're still gonna get to read the same story that I did. Yeah. It's just that I might be able to read it five story, five weeks ahead of you. It's all for support. And as you said, this is a free platform. If you had to go to a bookstore to get a DC comic or a manga, you would be paying $20. Uh, you know, comics aren't cheap. I've always had this huge desire and want to support creative outlets and people who are making things in less traditional jobs. And I know it comes from my mom, so I thought it'd be good to have another voice of somebody who 
feels that way, obviously, and has raised me to feel that way. To maybe help put another little spin on it for anyone else who's still a little side-eye towards FastPass and Patreon and things like that. Well, what I would love to tell people too is something that I've told you and Jace throughout the years, um, like memories, not things. And as part of that, if you have readers who want to be able to fast pass things, maybe they could ask for coins for a birthday or for a holiday or for some kind of a gift so that it's something that they consume, but it's not just more stuff that they would have. And so if you're going to have one strategy too with this whole fast pass thing, since I'm reading seven different webtoons right now, I'm only fast passing one of them at a time usually. And so it's not like I'm trying to fast pass all seven at the same time. Yeah. I'm not you two. I don't have to do that level of keeping up and I'm being. Like, you need to be in front of everybody, though. So that's a very different world than I live in. Mom, I'm not trying to fast pass all seven. I'm like, hmm, I read 20 webtoons. I let myself fast pass five, but then sometimes I fast pass seven. What don't we fast pass? I don't know. I start one and then we always go down this road where we're like, we're not going to fast pass. But then we do. We said we would never fast pass Unholy Blood because we always wanted to be surprised for when we talk about it on the show. And here I was. I'm like, what is behind that shower curtain? (laughs) While I was following the Korean version the whole time anyways. And then I'm trying to talk about it even though I saw it in Korean. So I'm like, I know what happens. And I'm like, what happened? What was the English? I don't know what happened. (laughs) Tyler's got out her Google Translate. That's what I do. That's actually what I do. I look at them on my laptop and I hold my Google Translate up on my phone and it just translates the Korean in real time. She'll tell me that like their faces get really close. She goes, Tiff, I think they're about to kiss, but I don't really know what they're saying. So I'm not sure. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So fun. You get the episode in English and they're just really close to each other's faces being like, I hate you. Right. Or they're like, let's go get a burger. The most innocent Shwarma. thing, you know. Hey, I was warm at anybody. Yeah, exactly. We're like, I don't know, those those uh, pictures of the quarter, the icons are looking a little spicy. I think we need to go read it. And yeah. It's, it's hard. It's a hard, it's a vicious cycle. But like we said, I'm really happy to do it because I am very happy to, A, I get the content is faster than everybody. And I'm such a person. Mm-hmm. Like she was just saying even before, she doesn't mind when she gets spoiled for things. Neither do I. I When the last Harry Potter book came out, we were in Canada and they had pre-ordered it for me, but we were in Canada. So I went to a Walmart and I read the last page because oh I had God. to know. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tyler. I'm happy to give them money for that. That is awesome to me. I love the system. So yes. And I mean, Patreon is the same way. And, you know, speaking of Patreon, one Patreon I love is Joe's Patreon for FaZe. Because, you know, things that he can't necessarily put in his comic, he does a whole separate side story in his Patreon. And I mean, that's incredible, because you have to think of how much work it takes him just to make one episode and then to continue the episode with that little extra spice that he can't put on, you know, the Webtoon platform. He puts over on Patreon for us, full color and everything. (laughs) As, As mom 
I don't need the plus 18 <laughs> content. And so that's something I've just kind of resisted. <laughs> even when uh, we can't even talk about it, it would be a spoiler. But something exciting happens in phase coming up soon. And yes. we were very we were losing our minds over it. And uh, we were going to talk about what series you personally fast pass. And I, I know phase is on that list. PG for PG but she's happy. She's happy with me. the PG-13 stuff. And you know what? That's okay. I like to hear I that from it. my mom. You're <laughs> like, please, wild. TMI. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I would be functioning right now if mom was like, oh, yeah, I'm on his Patreon. It is very spicy. I'm just like, hmm. Me just egging it on. Like, I know, right? <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. People are like, isn't it weird your mom joined the Discord? I'm like, no, not really. They know what I see. It, it is pretty awesome, though, that he does do things like that and still, like, puts full color in and whatnot. And it, I, it doesn't have to be spice. But, I mean, just to give us that little extra over on Patreon is amazing that they do that. I love that ability to help mm. them. And, and if they're able to and they can provide a little extra content for it, great. And if they can't, I'm, I'm always happy to support anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, speaking of phase. <laughs> speaking of phase. I forgot I put that on here, but I did. So, there have been so many things flying around in the phase fandom. When it comes to this very long backstory, Joe himself will clown about it. He's been getting a little bit of backlash about this backstory, but I know, like us, you're a big fan of phase. What, what would you have to say when it comes to this backstory of Leon and Min and its placement and how it's been unrolling? I love cliffhangers and the fact that this is literally a cliffhanger. Yeah. He is like literally hanging off of like a cliff. Like so. Shu is just on a building. We Shoe. don't know what's happening. <laughs> I I like it. I don't mind. No, I don't mind it Just either. like that. It's just literally hanging there waiting for that story to be picked up. I'm kind of excited and anticipating where it's going to pick up. Him. I mean, if you're Tyler and I, we're like, he's fine. It really does shock me that people are wondering if he's okay. I'm like, well, of, of course he's kind of come back. Like, do, what do you, what do you, of course. I wouldn't be surprised if we flash forward to him in a hospital bed. We know that Jacob knew the whole thing was about to explode and that Min was going to phase. We knew that he was going to go over there. He was calling people. He's going to go save him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the hospital next to Shu laying in a hospital bed. No, I want him to pick up right on the side of the building. Yeah, I think that would be great. I would actually really like that too, for it to come back to that. I want one of those full out like Avengers type moments where they like fall and then they grab onto a bar and then they hit like this curtain and they're just like slowly making their way down like a He's web rolling. slinger. Uh, yes! yes! Yes. I just, I just desperately, I kind of want, now I just said it, so I want Joe to break the fourth wall, and it flashed his shoe just hanging off this building, and be like, God, it feels like I've been here for 40 <laughs> episodes. Knowing Joe, he probably Meanwhile, would. 40 episodes later. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just like, whoa, I am 40 years old. He does such a good job at writing, he probably would. I'm sure we would see it at some point. 
People need to get over this idea of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it, though. It's just this thing, and people are so upset that it's been going on. Not not everyone. I mean, I would say the amount of people happy and just excited to be there and loving the story is much, much larger than anybody who says anything. It's just the people complaining are very loud and annoying. So I hear them, and then I'm like, stop it. We ignore them. (laughs) I don't ignore them. I fight them. And then Joe's like, please stop fighting them. (laughs) I'm okay. I can take care of myself. I'm fighting them. And Joe's like, I saw you were fighting people on Patreon. You don't have to do that. We're like, we're doing it. Someone said I'm not a female. (laughs) They did. (laughs) I'm alarmed. (laughs) No woman would call herself a female. And then we were like, oh. You know what? I've been struggling with this. (laughs) I'm glad. You're right. Actually, much like Leon, I am not real. I don't really exist, actually. (laughs) It would be pretty exciting to see Shu just hanging there. Maybe Jacob flies in on like a helicopter with those gloves. Like, reach for my glove hand. (laughs) Yes, you see a glove descend from the sky and you're like, it's Jacob. I just want to know why the man always has gloves on. That's that's like my big thing. He really is just very He really is Elsa. He's He's Elsa. Elsa. Uh, maybe that's why he understands her powers so well. He has ice powers. He has white hair. It all makes sense. Oh my god, big brain. Jacob is Elsa. So now we all know that Jacob actually has a power, and it's an ice power, and that's why he's wearing gloves. He did throw those like darts like no tomorrow. I mean, he had really good aim. So, so you think he just produces icicles? And yes. just that's what he does. <laughs> yes. He's like hella. Yeah. We yes. didn't even know. We didn't know we were gonna have a big brain moment. I'm really glad I prepped a hat. Jacob is Elsa. Watch like he's just a germaphobe. And we're yeah, like, he oh. just doesn't want to touch anything. But we're like, so Leon isn't real. Jacob has ice powers. What else? Joe's like, where are you getting any of this? He's like, stop with the spoilers. You're ruining my comic. Shoes, magic powers, hanging off of buildings for yes, 40 episodes. Exactly. Turns out he has really great upper body strength. <laughs> Actually, he's just working out there like yeah, this whole, the whole time. time. He's just been doing pull-ups. When we shift back to Shoe, he's actually going to be ripped. He's like, 2,000. <laughs> this is why he looks like this. <laughs> My mom is prepared because like the absolute clowns we are um, on my list of questions, I decided to ask her who has the best abs. Did you agree with our top five? Yeah, pretty much. And like any good academic, I had to go and take some screenshots and then compare. <laughs> she has actual photos of the abs prepared. Oh my God. <laughs> there's Leon and then there's Elios. Elios. Elios does have abs. I forgot about that. He does. I was looking for the ones for um, Omega. The reason we didn't pick Omega and Ivan for our top five abs is just because we've only seen them once or twice. So we wanted to pick a couple characters that we often see their abs. Well, right. We We were going for characters that are so well known. And I think people just thought we were picking anyone who has an ab and we're like well we love all abs we don't discriminate but we're trying to pick like people who are known for their abs you know i had to go for only the stories i've read well of course right and who did you decide was your ultimate favorite omega oh oh 
Shout out to In the Bleak Midwinter. My mom yes. thinks Omega has the best apps. You heard it here first. Better than Ivan? I agree. I think so. <laughs> oh. Jeff's over there like, cool, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my gingers are number one in my heart. <laughs> She's like, man, screw you guys. I gotta stick with my gingers. Gotta yes. stick with them. What, who is your favorite ginger, I have to say? That's a good question. I mean, how many stories have you read with gingers? It has to be Leon. That's a good answer. 100, 100 Leon. times Leon. That's the right answer. He, he's a good, he is a good ginger. She hasn't read I Love You, so. Okay. It's not going to be Yonggi. If, if it's not Yonggi, I think Leon is the correct answer, right. don't you? Right, Leon, yes, yes, Leon was our number two. Favorite abs, Omega, favorite ginger, Leon. These are shout outs to two of our favorites. See, my mom has great taste. Who is your favorite uh, leading lady in a webtoon? Ooh, that's a good question. Who do you think is the strongest webtoon character, both physically just... and emotionally? Min. That's a good oh. one. She is like a equal between both funny and like strong and powerful and caring. So, do you read Unholy Blood? Nope. I think if I had to suggest a webtoon to Tyler's mom, I think it would be to read Unholy Blood. It is a really good one, because you'll love Ian. She's a really yes. amazing main character. She is a powerhouse. We may or may not have a crush on Hyan, but anyways. And it, I mean, it's not a uh, space supernatural, but no. it, it is vampire, but not the vampire. It's not, yeah, you it's think not traditional of. vampire. It's um, it's interesting. It's an interesting twist on vampire. One of the one of the questions I put on here <laughs> was I, I wanted to ask what my mom's feelings on Weirdo Alert from Age Matters were, and when we first came into my podcasting room. I think her first question was, I, who is Weirdo Alert? And that's a good question. Who is Weirdo Alert, Tiff? Who is Weirdo Alert? <laughs> so it's the hitman that was hired in the, in the first season to take out Daniel and Rose at the very end, you know? That's who we call Weirdo Alert. I gave him that name because I could never remember his name and I didn't understand why he came into the story. So I was like, Weirdo Alert. <laughs> and he just laughs randomly and all hysterically the time. for no yes. reason. With hands like this. And by the time this episode comes out, we will have seen his next appearance, his reappearance. And next week, we're going to have a full party. It's just that weird man who laughs like this. He just comes out of nowhere. He comes You're out very... of nowhere. We are obsessed with him. That's why I brought him up. Do you have any feelings on Weirdo Alert? My mom's just like, what? <laughs> I don't remember who he is right off the top of my head. But I will study up. He threw our Rose and him like threw shoes at each other. <laughs> Rose threw her shoe at him. And he grabbed the shoe and like held it. Like, he actually, <laughs> I actually went back. He never held the shoe. So that's like an evil Andrew yep, theory of that. Yep, I'm going to leave that thought in my mind because that makes me extra excited that I imagine him I holding like her it. shoe. It makes it, makes it funnier. <laughs> I was getting ready for our weirdo alert extravaganza next week where we literally made t-shirts and just wait it'll be fun i'll make sure i'm caught up <laughs> my, my mom will do all the research on weirdo alert so she could watch next week 
As you all should. I will do the reading. You all should too. Mom (laughs) says so. As you know, Age Matters is the uh, only webtoon that I create things for in my own mind. I don't know why. So what are your thoughts on Evil Andrew? (laughs) Have you caught on to this yet? We we think Andrew is evil. (laughs) Do you think it's plausible? Uh, No. (laughs) Do you think it is a misopportunity? I will be the voice of dissent here. My mom's like, no, please. Do you think it is? You're creating confusion in the fandom. But that's okay. That's what big brain moments are for. We're like, Andrew's evil. And people come in, they're like, please explain. I don't understand why everyone keeps saying Andrew is evil. And we're just like, he's evil. Do you think it was a missed opportunity? You know, like my deepest secret, I don't think we know. Maybe he has us all fooled. We're just wondering, maybe deep down... He's actually been on his grandfather's side the whole time. <laughs> and maybe he's not evil, but he was paid off. Yes. See, no one's that happy, my friends. <laughs> no it's just because we're so sad. We're like, excuse me. Who? Where did you? Are, were you made in a lab, Andrew? <laughs> he is actually an android from Midwinter. <laughs> I have questions. They're like, you're too happy for this story, so you need to go to age back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's based off of a very happy android. Maybe oh, from the- Star Wars or something. Yeah, Delta's like, please leave. You can't be here. Delta's like, okay, I, you gotta get out of here. This is not okay. And then... That's how Andrew was born. Glad we derailed uh, the weirdo alert and evil Andrew. As we for, do. As we do. The, the last Age Matters related question that I had, because I wanted to discuss something else with you, is Pombi. I love Pombi. We love Pombi. Pombi is my inner child. Aww. Do you like his connection with Ruby? I was talking about the ship of Pombi. Oh. Because I, I think ever since Pombi was um, created, they tend to call Pommy Pombi. But that's Pommy that you're talking about right now. Yeah. Mm. But Pombi is the pairing of Pommy and Ruby. So what are your thoughts on Ruby <laughs> and Pommy? Pommy that we are caught up. Yes. Pommy is also my inner child. I love Pommy. Um, Tiff, I'm glad we had that bonding moment. You're both like, Pommy is the you're best. Bo- and I'm like, like, you're both wrong. Their relationship. And you're like, who? Pommy? He's great. I'm so glad you got confused as I do. This is, I'm always confused in age matters. So I am glad we shared that moment. What I really like about that story is that they always try to make it seem like the super nice guys are never going to get the awesome female or the awesome partner in general, right? And so the fact that Ruby's such a force within that comic and that somehow there's something magical happening between those two is really fun. I hope we get more of it. All right, well, after derailing and flying all over the place for this last 45 minutes... I think earlier you had mentioned you didn't want to say your favorite canvas read just yet because we were going to talk about canvas reads separately. So what what do you have to say about the canvas platform and, and maybe your favorite series when it comes to that? My favorite canvas story is Star Children. It has gorgeous artwork. I have not mm-hmm. read it yet. I have looked through the art, but like my mom is actually obsessed with this story. This is what I've picked up on. I actually heard people talking about that canvas read. So can you give us a little uh, 
little synopsis. What sucked me in almost immediately was the idea of a person or like something star related. You see like a comet or something go whizzing across the sky, lands, and then there's a young lady driving down the road, decides she's gonna stop. There's this blue glowing thing on the side of the road. Oh. And instead of freaking out, she is intrigued. And so she decides that she's going to help this blue glowing thing into her car and take care of it. And the reason that it becomes star children is you find out that he is a star that fell out of the sky. Oh, right? <laughs> If you look up Star Children, I'm not sure who it's actually by, but I'll have it. I, I'll have everything we talked about linked below. The artwork is stunning. I, it's stunning. The color oh. palette is very different. Now, and is there's this... twin gingers. <gasps> but oh. they're like baby gingers. Oh, a oh, brother and a sister. Oh, oh, you just got you me can't so you can't thirst <laughs> over them, Tiff. But you can't think that they're cute little babies. I was just imagining like ginger boy twins. <laughs> they they are ginger adults. Oh, and then you get to find out later how come they don't freak out about a blue glowing star child falling to Earth because they're ginger glowing star children. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like oh, we have no idea. I know. Where's your you got to get your big brain hat on. I know what's happening. Sign me up for a ginger star. <laughs> it's so, so good. Tips like hook me up. You're just imagining young Gi like flying across the sky at night. Ooh, there he is. He's flying right above my head right now. So <laughs> Now this fellow that fell from the stars, is he of her age, the main character? Is this a romantic comic or is it just more of a... Yes. Exciting. Uh, well, story. he's Ooh. not her age because there's no age in space. Are a zillion years old. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. But he presents as her age. Okay. And there is definitely some kind of like crackle and sparkle happening between them. Ooh, I like this. I like this. Now I just have one important question. He doesn't call her mom, does he? He absolutely does not, no. Okay, good, okay. Whew, that's this all is I not... have to say. <laughs> Tiff is traumatized from Ignoid. I'm sorry that webtoon traumatized me and I can't. <laughs> it's hard to wrap it around. Um, this guy comes out of an egg and calls her mom. Okay. And then they, they fall in love. And this egg also came from space. Like, it was like a space no, 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 story. No, no. It, it came from, like, another dimension. They're actually programmed to come out of this egg, and then they're usually children. An imprint. And the idea is that when you come out, yes. that is your parent. But it's actually, it's a really good story. I read the whole thing from the beginning. I read the finale. It was really beautifully told. But I do understand how the beginning would put people off, because it is a little strange. But he quickly figures out, like, that is not his mom. No. Tiff's like, it's gross. I haven't read that no. one. <laughs> the main character in Star Children is named Chiru. And when I went to look up Chiru, I found out it is the word for star in Basque. Oh my goodness. Whoa, that's pretty cute. It's nice when you find an Easter egg because you look it up and it's actually something that you might not have known before. And it's so, like you said, it's intellectual. Like you said, it's actually coming from some origin that you have to either know it or find it in order to 
be aware of where it came from. We are the star children. He's not the star children. He's a star. (sighs) We're the star children because the sun is what nurtures us. Oh my goodness, I have chills. I want to read this. (laughs) They call Andromeda their mother because... Well, you gotta read. I don't wanna like go way super deep into it. And if oh, I missed any so details, cool. I hope Tyler helps correct those cuts in what mom really meant was. We literally cut so much out. <laughs> Y'all don't even know how much, cause Tiff and I have this tendency to ramble and say the same thing 14 times. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah. totally fine. Cause we're used to it, we know, we know. I've had to train myself to sit still during these recordings because I would listen back to myself and I'm like shaking my leg violently under the table and my microphone's like, and I'm like, I usually sink. Like, that's my thing. She does a thing where she starts the podcast, like, right here next to the microphone. Then slowly she comes all the way back here. And then the eye is just, like, on a different planet. Yes. (laughs) And I just sit here and flail so much. I can say as somebody who just watches you two, I don't notice whatever. You're probably tuning into way more. This has been very fun. And thank you so much, Mom, for being our first guest on the podcast. I'm honored. We're honored. We're honored to have had you here. I'm honored to have a mom that reads Webtoons. And just to get someone else's viewpoint on the Webtoon platform from a different age group is amazing and just shows you how many Webtoon fans there really is out there in the world. My mom's actually here. They're visiting because it's my birthday this week. And I'm, I'm turning 28 and Tiff is 30. And we're just here to kind of hopefully help people realize that it's it is okay you can be a fan of webtoons and there's a whole community of people who want to talk about it still even if you're not 12 (laughs) it's okay to be a super nerd it totally is and we are just here to showcase that so thank you mom for just being thank you so much and i'm sure we'll have you on again sometime because you keep up with these webtoons as well as we do so yes and if you find any more please send them our way uh we're definitely gonna go check out that canvas read and go check out unholy and let us know what you think if you guys want to interact with my mother (laughs) you should join our discord because that's right my mom is on there but you can talk to her you could talk to us this is a friendly zone for all and if you made it this far comment star children yes nice good one yes <laughs> comment star children if you're here let us know and please like the video subscribe to our channel all that good stuff everything we talked about will be linked down below so you can still support the creators and the stories that we talked about so all right <laughs> we have a new outing all right Till next time. Over and out.